Welcome to The Green Cow Show. I'm Lee. I'm an entrepreneur, an adventurer, and a business advisor. And I'm Miranda. I'm a career coach, a creative, and a mom of three school-age kids. Together, we share stories of people overcoming barriers to career and business success. We'd love to hear your story. Whether you'd like to be a guest, submit a question, or just learn more about what we do, we invite you to connect with us on social media or by visiting greencowshow.com. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about overcoming challenges and how Miranda did it. And so since this is our first podcast episode, it might be good for you to introduce us. Oh. <laughs> just, a, just a thought. <laughs> I'm Lee, and this is Miranda, and we are doing a new podcast, and this is the first episode, right? Yeah, this is the first episode of our new podcast, and we're going to be telling stories of how people have overcome barriers to achieve career and business success. And that word success, I think, needs a little definition because, well, what do you see? What is success to you? Success to me is doing something in life that provides value to other people, that somehow is a, a light in the world. Certainly we need that. Uh, success doesn't mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a big pile of money. Uh, that is not that in our culture, in American culture, that seems to be key to success. Mm -hmm. But really, it's not, you know, certainly if you have enough money and resources to live your life as you see fit, uh, there are certainly a lot of minimalists who. Having money makes things easier. <laughs> having money is a tool. And so sure. having enough money to do what it is that you need to do is, is good. Right. Uh, and so nothing wrong with money. It is a measure of your success, but it is not the only measure of your yeah, success. Right. I see it as, you know, how many people uh, have you helped and mm -hmm. how many lives have you changed? Uh, those kind of things. Yeah. And I'm with you on that. And I see success. I see it that way. And then I, I also think there's another component, which to me, success is I'm doing what I want to do with my life. I'm living my life on my own terms. Now, obviously, you know, we can't do everything we want to do all the time. And we it's good to have some boundaries and some other people there that are helping us to make right decisions. But in general, I'm, I'm living the life that I want to live. I have my values. I'm able to live my values. And I, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. I, I'm happy with what I do on the, on the daily basis. I feel like my life has meaning and I feel like I'm doing what I want to do. So when it comes to money, I also think, you know, money does make things easier and money can be a measure of your success, but there's not a specific amount there. No. Um, Different for everybody. Yeah. I mean, some people, if, if you don't have a lot, you don't need a lot, you enjoy sitting and writing poetry every day and you know, you only need $500 a month, then that's, <laughs> that's it. If you got it, then that's success to me. It took, it took a long time. For me to consider myself successful, other people would often say, well, you're so successful. And I'd say, I don't feel that way. But to me, the what I would say now, why I would say that I consider myself to be successful is because I do live the life that I want to live. I don't have a lot of other people dictating what I do. I'm able to pursue 
my interests and the way that I think I can help other people and prioritize the things that are important to me in my life. And of course, there are lots of challenges, especially since I have three kids. I'm a single parent of three kids. It's not just three kids. It's three relatively small kids. Well, two of them are relatively small, and one of them is a teenager, which is a whole other thing. So, <laughs> so yeah. I, have, I also have three kids, but they're all grown, and yeah. they're wonderful, and uh, I love them very much. Uh, one thing I wanted to add to that is I would consider myself a success. If I get to the very end and I hear something like, well done, good and faithful servant, that that would be meaningful to me. If I hear that before I die, I, I do want to be a good servant to humanity. And that's important to me. And you are. You. And you're a good mentor to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just kind of a little bit more of our background. I'm a career coach. I help people too. I'm a certified professional resume writer. And I, my, in my former life, I was a college professor. I'm still a poet and a creative writer, so I taught writing. I'm a single mom of three kids, three like pretty <laughs> involved kids. They're all in some aspect of the performing arts, and two of them have some special needs. So it's it's all, it's a tornado in my house. I was just thinking about this morning. I was like, I guess I just have to be okay with the fact that I'm living in the tornado right now and I'm going to prioritize the things that are important and just let the tornado go ahead and be okay. <laughs> the tornado okay. can be okay up there. <laughs> well, uh, I don't live in a tornado, fortunately. <laughs> I, well, of course, I'm, on a, I'm in a different stage of life. And for me, you know, having children who are, or on their own, uh, doing their thing, doing well at it is super meaningful. And I know that at some point in time, you'll get to that point. Mm -hmm. My background in school includes a master's degree in business. And my entire adult life, I haven't had a job since I was a teenager. Uh, but it took me nine years to finish my master's. I really enjoyed it. I did a lot of exploring during that time. I also paid my own way through my master's. So I would take short breaks until I can make enough money to pay for my next class. And <laughs> I also paid my way through school. So it took me a long time, but that's, that's, yeah. I have been ever since I can remember, uh, fortunate to take lots and lots of adventures and lots mm -hmm. of different places. I've been around most of this country and several others. And, I really appreciate my time in adventures. I still have the sailboat and I love to take people out on Lake Michigan. You haven't told everybody where we're located. So we're in Northwest Indiana, which is just outside of Chicago. And speaking of your sailboat, I was going through work this morning from the week for the kids at school. And William had this self-portrait he had to do. And he drew himself on a boat with a life jacket. <laughs> Wow. I was like, you even got the life jacket. So I'm pretty sure you inspired a little bit of that. <laughs> William's good. in kindergarten. <laughs> and he has been at the helm of the sailboat. He threatened to jump off of it. Say, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people tell me that I do a lot of adventurous things with my kids. I don't know that I do the same types of things that you do, but we do a lot of stuff in the performing art. I could legally fly an airplane before I could legally drive a car. Nice. So. That was kind of interesting. <laughs> That's fun. So today, well, our, our goal for our podcast here is we want to share stories of people who have overcome barriers to career and business success. And we already talked a little bit about how success is relative 
We're going to start with our two first episodes about our own stories, and then we're going to share the stories of other people. And we're also putting together some Zoom meetings. So if you want to connect and talk about how to overcome your barriers, if you want to share barriers that you've overcome, then that's a way to do it. We are putting together a nonprofit organization. Find us at greencowshow.com. And also there are links in our description to how you can get in touch with us. So that's great. Okay. Well, let's get right at it here. Yeah. Um, We're talking about the obstacles or how you overcame obstacles to in your businesses. I've identified three obstacles, three primary obstacles that I had to overcome. Uh, One was financial challenges because Unlike a lot of people who have extra money sitting around, uh, I never did. I had to start. I always had a lot of support. I mean, I had a lot of a lot of people that were supporting and helping me throughout my life. But I didn't, you know, I had friends that I graduated with who had like, you know, property all over the United States before they even graduated high school. That wasn't me. I always had to work. I was a teacher. I was a tutor. So even when I was in college, I was a note taker. I was a tutor. I worked in a language lab. Like I did a lot of that kind of stuff. I was always a writer. So I worked in the college newspaper. Um, I actually worked for the newspaper of the town that I was went to college in as well as a correspondent. And then I also had an early morning and nighttime job at the cafeteria at the high or at the college. Money wasn't something that was that came easily at the beginning. You didn't have a pile of money to start. I didn't have a pile of money to start my business. And at the same time, though, I think one of the things that was helped lead me to overcome that was because I was always looking for different opportunities and I would take them and I would work a lot harder than a lot of people in, you know, college. I was interested in checking out a lot of things. So I actually started freelancing when I was in college. I started, it wasn't super hard to make a lot of money in freelance writing because this is right around 07, 08, where, you know, content marketing had first kind of taken off. So if you had an idea of how to do like SEO um, writing, you could, you can make a decent amount of money. So I actually started my first business when I was in college as a, as a freelance writer and doing copywriting. So by the time I graduated, I had this freelance work that I was doing. There's a little bit more in between there, but then I got into teaching. I started going to graduate school and I started teaching. And so I always taught part-time and I had a part-time business that I ran And eventually I would kind of expand that and hire other copywriters. And then from there, some would ask me if I could write resumes. And I said, well, yeah, I can write anything. And (laughs) that's how I got into resume writing. And I found that I really enjoyed it and I was really good at it. I I was still in grad school, which I was told you took me nine years to graduate grad school from or get out of grad school. And I was very thankful for that, actually, because I was still in grad school. So I was able to pivot my studies so that I could focus on personal branding. And that's how I became a career coach. So that's kind of just like the the story in a nutshell there. That's very interesting and completely different than my life path. And that means that there are many different paths to yeah. a successful life. 
yeah, that's good. So what are some of the other obstacles that you yeah. overcame? Well, if I can talk a little bit about the financial one. So one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about that is because a lot of the clients that I work with now, they see the fact that they need to work as an obstacle. And one of the things that my story has helped them to see is that, you know, you can do this as your main thing. I've always supported myself mostly on income for a business. I did teach and that I never made as much teaching as I did um, for my business. And I... You almost always have more opportunity with your own business right. than you do with... Uh, an employment situation now if you're in the way high levels of a very large organization that's different mm -hmm. but for the most part and for most of us in small business the opportunity to do something significant on your own is often more available um, as sure and, and i would say so a lot of the clients that i work with that's scary to them Everything you haven't done before is scary. And it is, first. it is scary. I mean, it, it, it definitely, there were challenges. There's ways I would, I would do things differently, but you know, the, the fact remains that I have been able to support my family pretty much single-handedly on income from my business for a couple of decades. So it is possible and it's doing something that I like to do and it's, while I deal with a lot of other challenges, which we'll get into in a minute. And so I think that that's important to say, because a lot of times people who are not happy in their current job situation say, well, I'm going to wait until I'm more stable in this, that, or the other, and then I'm going to start doing my own thing. Mm. And I don't think, you know, there's not necessarily anything inherently wrong with that. I do work with a lot of people who want a full-time job to get set up in their full-time job and then, you know, slowly start their business. I work with a lot of people who are already in one business. They want to do something differently or do it, start something new. And so they want to get to, you know, where things are stable here and start there. In, in general, that's pretty a pretty good thing. But if you're consistently unhappy and it's fear that's keeping you from, jumping into doing your own thing what my story tells a lot of people is that it's possible to do good so yeah good. so yeah is there anything else you wanted to say about the money side um i don't know do you think there's anything else i should say about it I, only that you had resources you didn't have a pile of money mm -mm. and for most people who start businesses having some resources somehow whether you have some equity in, in something that's of value or you have relatives who are wealthy or yeah, no. I mean, there's all sorts of resources out there. And so it sounds like you had more resources than you I had, had support. Money. I think the thing that I would, would consider that in yeah. the same category. I think the thing I mean, I would say so I was in college when I started my first business. I didn't have kids yet. I didn't have a lot of like actual living expenses. So that was definitely helpful. But I will say I graduated from college in May. I went to Europe for a couple of weeks and then I came back and my daughter was born in July. 
So there was a lot of time there when I was supporting myself just with the business and I had a newborn. So, you know, there was that benefit, but there wasn't a whole lot of time when I didn't have other responsibilities. Okay. So you mentioned three things today. Mm -hmm. Um, What are the others? Yeah. So the other would be family responsibilities, which are my kids. Typical for a lot of small business owners, um, yeah. you know, family is good, bad. Otherwise, it's uh, it's challenging sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sure. for you, it certainly has been challenging. But I'm sure there are moments of uh, rewarding times as well. My kids have had more challenges than other some other kids, and less than others. That's right. But there have been there have been some significant challenges, issues with you know, learning in school things, um, mental health issues takes time. So, you know, my kids go to various therapies. They're in um, tutoring programs. A lot of stuff that I need to do a lot of hands-on work with them. My kids have also had to see a variety of specialists all over the place. So I have to drive a lot to get them to X, Y, and Z because of all of this. I've either had to or I've chosen to take a more hands-on role. You have chosen to to make some decisions that require more of your time. They do require a lot of my time. So um, that's been something that I've um, had to overcome. And through that, I've learned a lot about like prioritizing, scheduling, doing the best I can to be flexible. Who is it that helped you with your organization? Monique. Monique, Mm -hmm. right. She's a a sponsor of ours and certainly thankful for her and for all of our sponsors, actually. So, uh, but yeah, she helped you with your organization. Mark helped you with some money stuff. Virtues. And I want to incorporate virtues into my life and everybody else's life. And virtues are just simple things like kindness and caring. And I feel responsible to spread that kind of stuff in all of my dealings. Mm -hmm. So that's what you're talking about, I'm assuming. Well, and also just you've always been my top-level mentor that's helped to connect me with other people often, but you're sort of the one I I run things past because I trust your judgment. (laughs) Um, Which So, like, that's been huge to have in my life as well. I guess this discussion sort of segues into the mental health That's side of your things third category. That's my third category. I got to a point where I'd always been fairly like successful from the outside. I guess we go back into that like definition of success. I looked successful, but there was a lot in my life that was a mess. There was like a lot that was going on that was really, really challenging. And I had not dealt with those issues. And I don't want to get too much into that because there are other people involved and I don't really want to call them out. So um, I think one of the points that you're making is that you're not alone. There's a lot of people who struggle with mental health health issues. I think we all probably have some little piece of that, that, you know, it could be anxiety. It could be so many different things. It's important that we uh, work to maintain our mental health. Sure. And so for me, I think one of the biggest the biggest issue here was that so I, I had been doing all this for a long time. You know, I've been teaching, I've been running a business, but I felt like I kind of wasn't getting anywhere. Like I felt like I was sort of on the treadmill and I felt like I was just barely managing. Like my relationship with my kids wasn't the best. 
it was a difficult situation. I, and I felt like there was a lot that was just coming at me. So I chose to get myself out of some challenging relationships. So that was the number one thing. And then I chose to deal with the mental health issues. So there was a lot of like digging out from that. I was running the business. That was how I supported my family. So I had to do a lot of this like while I was doing that. And it was hard, but it helped. And I'm in a much better place now. I was eventually diagnosed with ADHD and anxiety. ADHD, I kind of figured I'd had for a long time. (laughs) Um, But then I started working with some people to get different tools to help with that, different ways to organize my time, prioritize things, setting alarms, all kinds of things that like when you look at how that really helped me. I would never have thought that I had anxiety. I would have never described it that way. I would have described it as stress or overwhelm. I would have never used the word anxiety at all. But once I started being treated for that, it was like night and day. What I feel is interesting for that, and I know that different people have different opinions on this, and I think, you know, everybody has their own opinion and, and you know, what you think is, is valid for you. And But one of the things that I will say is that I've done a lot of work on myself, like, personal development work in terms of how to manage these issues. But it wasn't until I was medicated for anxiety that I was really able to see progression in that. Because those two things together really made a difference for me. And and again, everybody's different. And there's all kinds of medical testing and all that that you can do to see what's actually going on with you. But there were some physical things that were happening for me that were causing anxiety. So just treating that, I don't think would be enough. So I've been doing a lot of personal development work and work on how to be more effective in terms of my reactions and my thinking and my communicating and all of that. And that's been huge. I saw some improvement before I was medicated, but once I was and those two things together, that was a huge life changer. Good. All right. Well, we've come to the end of our time here. I want to remind you that this is a community of people helping people. Mm-hmm. We appreciate everyone who's in this community. Let us know what you're thinking. If you might be on either side of this, you might mm-hmm. be doing really well and maybe you want to help somebody else. Or you may be having significant challenges and you you need somebody else's help. Either way, you can find that here. And if we have to refer you out to somebody else, we certainly can do that as well. So well, and if you connect with any of these things that you know I've been talking about and you want to talk about them more, that's why we have our community talk back sessions so that we can do that and we can share our stories. And, you know, look at over other ways that people have overcome all of these obstacles. So next week on Monday, we're going to be talking about my development Your and story. my challenges and what I overcame to get where I am today. So I hope you'll tune in for that. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for being here. Do something mm-hmm. nice for somebody else. That brightens the world. And that's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so. recognize that you can overcome these challenges. So I was at a time in my life at one point where I felt like everything was wrong and I didn't know how in the world I would start to address all of these issues. And it felt very overwhelming. 
But once you started to make progress on one thing, mm. other things looked a lot more possible. You know, That's once good. I started to make a little bit of progress, other things started to seem like maybe I could do this. And I'm still in that, I'm still in that situation. Every time I change my goals a little bit and I think, wow, this is, seems like such a big goal. I don't even think that I could make this goal. I don't like, and then you start to get closer to that and you realize other things don't And you have been scary. reaching your goals in, in recent history, mm -hmm. which is a good thing. Mostly. Mostly. I, hey, I still well, have that's to... something. That, that counts. I'm $450 away from my goal still. That's just your money goal. That's just my money goal. But I really, for this month. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so we have a comment to... here from one of our viewers slash listeners. Yeah. Yvonne. Good morning, Yvonne. And, and Yvonne is a very busy person. She has a job and she has a lot of volunteer work that she does. And she experiences something that so many people these days are experiencing. And that is taking care of elderly parents. Mm -hmm. So she writes, good morning. Great topic. I myself, I'm going through a lot of these past months. I've been helping out and taking care of my elderly parents. And it's a lot when trying to work and do my volunteer work. She does her volunteer work for St. Jude's children's hospital and it's off it's awesome she does all kinds of things for them uh, it's going to be challenging this year but i know i can find mm -hmm. a way to do it god bless sure i mean i congratulate you yvonne for the all the efforts that you're making that it shows your determination your persistence and and all those good things you're you're a very loving person and it shows so mm -hmm. thank you for that yvonne absolutely and it's okay to recognize that it's going to be challenging, but I really like how your attitude is that we're going to keep doing it. Something that has been really instrumental to me, at least these last few weeks that I've been working through is learning about acceptance and accepting the situation that you're in and responding to that rather than feeling frustrated, angry, all those other negative emotions that you're in that situation. So when times are really challenging, we just accept that that's what they are. Acceptance doesn't mean resignation. That doesn't mean we're saying, well, you know, it's just life sucks. <laughs> it's, it's not that. It's just, no, you accept that this is where I am right now. Here I am. And I'm not going to get angry about the fact that I'm here. And I'm not going to say I don't deserve this or that's not, that's not fair and all that. And I'm just going to respond to that situation. And my focus is going to be, how do I work around it? Okay, we're here. Here's the situation. Now we need to work around it. Now we need to prioritize and come up with a plan and work around it. The analogy that I found from another podcast and I've been using is being like water because water encounters a challenge and just goes around it. You know, water and an obstacle, if you think about a river, there's a big rock in the middle of the river, water doesn't stop and go, oh my gosh, water just goes around it. And that's how I've been living too. We just go around it. What do we do now? How do I solve this problem? How do I respond to this problem? So Yvonne, it sounds like you're probably gonna be doing a lot of that for the next few months. And we do that every day of our lives. We just go around it. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for that. And thank you all for being here. Be the light. Hey, it's Lee. 
and Miranda, and we'd like to thank you for listening to today's episode of The Green Cow Show. The Green Cow Show is produced by Green Cow, a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping people overcome barriers to career and business success. If you would like to connect with one of our community groups, participate in our programs, be on the show, or become a sponsor, please visit greencowshow.com or find us on Facebook. Okay, do something really nice for somebody else today and a whole bunch of people, if you have the resources to do so, be that source of, of light in the world. We all need a little bit more light. Be that person who people can find hope in and trust and caring and all those good things. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.